June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach is wasting the time of both the buyer and seller at every stage, especially when sellers are using shallow and outdated data. Your organization can overcome these challenges with technology that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights. These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to better outcomes, like more pipeline, higher win rates, and larger deals. We call this Deep Sales, and we've built the first Deep Sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com trial. That is linkedin.com slash trial for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash trial and get started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tonight, Mary Kay Letourneau's shocking life and death. Our time with the infamous former teacher who had an affair with a 12-year-old. We're a unique couple in that sense and married him i take you Billy, to be my constant best friend how he stood by her until the end then kanye's wildest interview ever and that's saying something i'm just extremely happy can you tell by my face revealing his presidential plan and why he wants to turn the white house into wakanda Plus, Amy Schumer uncensored on marriage and motherhood. I'm not necessarily proud of every moment. And I'm like, ooh. Revealing baby Jean's health scare. That's every mother and parent's worst nightmare. Hello and welcome. So much of Mary Kay Letourneau's life shocked us all. There was her sexual relationship with her 12-year-old student that led to children and a marriage that they shared with E.T. And now, in death, she surprises us once again with a battle that she kept secret from the world. People maybe have a curiosity about us. Our goal is to just be ourselves. I don't really have a concern about someone's opinion. Mary Kay Letourneau's attorney tells E.T. that the 58-year-old passed from stage four colon cancer after battling the disease for months. She had been in hospice care and died late Monday. Most of her family was with her, including Vili Falauau, her former student and ex-husband, who was giving her 24-hour care the last month of her life. Mary Kay's attorney told ET exclusively today 
My hope is that she will be remembered for all the great things she did for everybody in her life, rather than the one mistake she made. It was wrong, and I am sorry. Letourneau was sentenced to seven and a half years in prison for raping Falau in 1997 when he was just 12 years old. Mary Kay was released early for good behavior, but then after violating a court order by reconnecting with Villy, she was sent back for the remaining six and a half years. They exchanged love letters and when she got out, she and Villy decided to get married. He's looking really deep in my eyes. <laughs> I think he's gonna kiss me or something. <laughs> and for those who didn't approve, well, Letourneau didn't care. We're different, you know, as far as our age. Mm -hmm. And so we're a unique couple in that sense. And so in, in some people's eyes, maybe those same people can't accept an interracial re relationship as much as like, they can't accept an age difference relationship or uh, people of two different religions. The couple had two daughters together by the time Billy was 15, Alexis and Audrey, who are now 21 and 22. This is a real family. After 14 years of marriage, the couple's divorce was finalized earlier this year. E.T. obtained records which show Falau, who now works as a DJ, asked the court for a legal separation from Letourneau in 2017. Are you having sex with other students? Have you done this before? Her story was made into a TV movie, and E.T. was on set. Say hi to your daughter. Say hi to Audrey. It was called All-American Girl, the Mary Kay Letourneau story, and it covered all the drama, from courtship to kissing in the family van to a run-in with police. And despite her relationship, Letourneau had some conservative ideas about sex. I think sexual intimacy is... I think it should be in a marriage only. On the day Mary Kay's marriage began, May 20th, 2005, E.T. was the only show inside the nighttime nuptials that shocked the world. This is your very first interview as Mr. and Mrs. Billy Falao. Mm -hmm. Was it everything that you dreamed? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yes. With the both of us being here, yes. Mm -hmm. And the family, yes. Remember what the words are? I sing because I'm happy. Their daughters, who were seven and six years old at the time, were the flower girls. Some of Mary Kay's four other kids from her previous marriage were there too, including 19-year-old son Stephen Jr. He is only three years younger than Villy. I take you, Villy, to be my constant, my constant best friend for where you go. I will go, and where you die, I will die. I now pronounce you husband and wife. <laughs> go ahead, kiss the bride. It was a 12-minute ceremony. The pair, who were brought in under a sheet with news choppers and cameras outside, finally sealed their controversial union. Mr. and Mrs. Folau. Say, Mommy. The girls danced with mom and dad at the reception. Audrey was among the first to cheer on the newlyweds. When it came time for the bouquet toss, both sisters caught it and the tug of war left Alexis in tears. Billy comforted her in his arms. Both girls, including Alexis, who was born in prison, are now once again leaning on their dad for comfort as they mourn the loss of their mother.
when I see him with our girls, just the kind of father he is, just, I don't know, it just, it makes me so proud. Under, so. Today, we're told Mary Kay and Billy couldn't live together, but they always loved each other, and he came back at the end of her life to take care of her as a reflection of that love. Billy, when you look in Mary's eyes, what do you see? I see my youth. <laughs> I see heaven. It's just a long, deep history there. It's just my life. You know, a lot of people out there were uh, surprised when Kanye West announced that he was running for president. Oh, but wait. Wait until you hear what he had to say in his first interview about his candidacy. Lots of money in 2020. Do you think that's something you still want to do in life? Yeah. I just want to take a picture right now. Kanye is running for president under a new banner, the birthday party. Why? Because when we win, it's everybody's birthday. Now let's go. Other revelations from Kanye's four-hour phone interview with Forbes magazine? He envisions a White House organized like Black Panther's fictional country of Wakanda. So who are the rapper's advisors? For starters, wife Kim. Did you know that he was going to announce his candidacy or, or, or possible? Uh, I did not. Is he serious? No, I, I, he's serious. He and is. And I, I believe he is serious. If he puts his mind to something, he'll do his best. Also on Kanye's committee, Elon Musk, who says he will head up the country's space program. Yeezy claims he's never voted before in his life and registered for the first time on Monday. He still hasn't registered with the Federal Election Committee as a candidate, but he's already picked a running mate, an obscure preacher from Wyoming, where Kanye has a ranch. I'm living in that 21st century. What else have we learned? Lots. Kanye says he had coronavirus in February. He thinks vaccines are the mark of the beast. He also came up with the idea to run for president in the shower at Chris Jenner's house. He says, it hit me to say, you're going to run for president. And I started laughing hysterically. I have decided in 2020 to run for president. He said he was high. He did it. He, he said that. He admitted that he had been smoking a little something. Um, that, that, that was a fun night. Yeah. Let's move on to Amy Schumer, because the comedy mama is opening up like never before about her path to parenthood. White flag. Expecting Amy. Oh my gosh. Why did you want to showcase your journey going into motherhood? Well, honestly, I feel like people relate to me and, you know, pregnancy, we're supposed to make it look easy and I, I just, like, really reject that. We just need to get through this together. In the HBO Max three-part docuseries, Expecting Amy, the 39-year-old comic shows her entire pregnancy journey from the test. I found out two days ago that I'm pregnant. I'm so excited. To her excruciating battle with hyperemesis gravidarum, a pregnancy disorder that left her violently ill almost the entire nine months. Chris had to take me to the ER because I couldn't keep anything down. But the scariest moment for Amy happened during an ultrasound when doctors discovered a possible abnormality with Jean's kidney. One of the hardest moments I think of my whole pregnancy was was when the doctor asked us to turn the camera off. The whole time they were, they thought something's wrong with his kidneys, but they do an ultrasound. They just go, his kidneys are fine. He's totally healthy and, and we're like, you know, so grateful. The reviews are in, and now the 14-month-old approves. You guys have created the cutest kid. Him reading the reviews from Expecting Amy, <laughs> I was like, dang. His dad sits across from him and reads the paper when he's eating, and 
So that's, he, he reads the paper, what can you say? Amy's willingness to be so candid has also led to a new partnership. I wanted to partner with Tampax to take the shame and all the myths away from women's periods. Amy is also hoping to lift the stigma of IVF. In February, she revealed she had begun the grueling process of freezing an embryo in hopes of giving Jean a sibling. We're gonna put, uh, trying to increase our family on hold like a pandemic doesn't, it just, to me, doesn't feel like the time that I wanna be thrusting myself in the medical environment if, if we can avoid it. Whenever it happens, Amy, we wish you guys the best on expanding your family. All right, we'll raise a glass to the classic sitcom Cheers all over again. The show's new home after leaving Netflix. Oh my God. And E.T.'s time on set, only we were there from the start. If you're entertained and you're laughing, that's what matters. Then, Amazing Race host Phil Kogan is back for the new TV competition. Real people, real life, real tough. We try to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the toughest nails cast. I'm on the edge of glory, sticking my butt out in the air. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The E.T. Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go. But the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. All right, I'm in my gear at the top of the towering inferno, about to go over the edge and put out a fire for Phil Kogan's new show, Tough as Nails, and luckily, I'm freshly manicured. of glory sticking my butt out in the air it feels like a whole world ago when i got to come on the set and rappel down the side of that building weren't you proud of yourself i don't think i would have won tough as nails by any means but just doing it going down the wall was enough for me you know i gotta do more squats but we did it! Repelling down a 40-foot building is just one of the competitions in Phil's new reality series, which premieres tonight on CBS. 12 tough-as-nails Americans, including a welder, an iron worker, and a farmer, compete for a $200,000 grand prize and a new truck. He's gonna be picking up 3,000 pounds of sand. Time to go to work! You're gonna see that you will never judge somebody because of their age or their sex or their size or their physical condition. Real people, real life, real tough. That's what I hope resonates with the audience. The whole show has been edited together over the internet. Phil joined me from his still vacant production offices, which do feature some special touches from home. This is the bicycle that I rode uh, around France on, 3,338 miles on a single speed 1928 Tour de France bicycle oh my in 26 God. days. This Zoom has lighting, it has awards, it has history. Phil, it I got- a kitchen, I got coffee. <laughs> this uh, Zoom has snacks. You I got guys... snacks, hold on. I got snacks too, look. <laughs> we love our snacks, we love good TV. And Phil's show, The Amazing Race, will debut a new season in the fall. Luckily, they finished filming before the pandemic hit, though upcoming seasons are on hold for now. And as for the NCIS, well, we've got an update on that for you too. It'd be really interesting to see all of us wearing masks in this squadron. <laughs> As NCIS figures out how to mark a show milestone, we've got star Wilmer Valderrama revealing a new mission. We have a major responsibility in this moment in time. Then, <laughs> isn't it nice to get away?
What you never knew about Cheers, the actor who nearly got Ted Danson's role. Telling the truth is, yeah. You're supposed to celebrate your 400th episode and then pandemic hit. You know, it was sad, you know, it was sad, but we understood. Eventually we will come back to original programming and we will swing as hard as possible. Will you throw out a COVID theme out there? NCIS is reflecting right now and how to be responsible with those stories. It'd be really interesting to see all of us wearing masks in the squad room. <laughs> yeah. Wilmer says the NCIS team is hoping to return to set by August. Right now, health and safety come first, as well as conversations about showing diversity on TV. You're an important face to be on a show that gets higher ratings than football. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And, and listen, back at you, man. I mean, we have a major responsibility in this moment in time to continue to create images that our young generation can look up and say, hey, that's like me, all right? That looks like me. Yeah. Magic. When you're not working, what are you doing in quarantine? I know you're working out, but what else are you doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you took it from me, that's my answer. <laughs> it's been busy, man. It's been really great to, to be a son again. And then, you know, just being a fiance, you know what I mean? Being out here and investing uh, uh, in the home front. That's great. Everybody gets to see you and then you'll disappear once fall hits. <laughs> I'm like, tight. Right. Wilmer and his fiance, model Amanda Pacheco, continue to plan their future wedding, but right now, his focus is on helping others. Harness, the organization he started with America Ferreira, launched the Be Counted campaign to encourage people to be involved in the 2020 census. Be counted. Be counted. Be counted. Harness is an organization that brings together artists and activists uh, to form collaborations to educate, inspire, and drive people to take action for social uh, change. The Bee County campaign is, is one of those initiatives. The census informs how $1.5 trillion is spent. We had a lot of amazing individuals show up to this PSA, man, from Meryl Streep to Justin Timberlake to Joaquin Phoenix, Gary Washington, and Stacey Abrams. Our campaign is targeted to the underrepresented, the undercounted, and all those communities that have been left out of the uh, conversations. So it's been beautiful to see those artists show up for them. I love the way that Wilmer is using his celebrity for good. Uh, can you believe that NCIS is going into its 18th season? That is seven more than the iconic sitcom Cheers. The show just left Netflix and has a new home on CBS All Access. And E.T. was there from the very beginning at the famous bar where everybody knows your name. We're very cool around here. You know. After this interview, I'm gonna call home and go, oh my God. Well? You're a magnificent pagan beast. Thanks, what's the message? <laughs> Afternoon, everybody. No! I'm getting a tan off your camera lights. <laughs> she became known as Backseat Becky. Oh, no. <laughs> What do you suppose that means? <laughs> Isn't it nice to get away? There were 275 episodes, 11 seasons, and 28 Emmy wins. E.T. was right there from the beginning. In fact, we were neighbors. Cheers was filmed next door to where we shot E.T. Diane and Sam are having a relationship, and it's very hot, very hot. You disgust me. I hate you. Are you as turned on as I am? More. <laughs> what you might not know about the series, 
Cheers was dead last in the ratings when it debuted. Cliff and Norm drank near beer at the bar, and Modern Family's Ed O'Neill actually auditioned for Ted's role of Sam Malone. Could you not discuss my private life with everyone that comes in? What would you like me to tell them? I don't care. She's a hooker. <laughs> Shelly left after five seasons telling us she wanted to spend more time with her husband and two-year-old. It was truly, I think, one of the hardest decisions of my life, not just of my career, but of my life. But I wanted more time with that little girl and with that big guy that helped me make that little girl. <laughs> How do you do? Abua. <laughs> Here. She's supposed to be with me. Kirstie Alley, everybody. She plays Rebecca on Cheers. Kirstie's first day on the set? Well, I thought it would be awkward for everybody, so I dressed like Shelly. <laughs> there have been a lot of ridiculous, unbelievable rumors about my sexual prowess. I just want to tell you that most of them are right on the money. <laughs> For the series finale, E.T. flew to Boston as thousands of fans packed the streets for the end. Everybody held their emotions in check uh, until the director yelled cut. A little bit of joy, a little bit of relief. <laughs> Out came 11 years of I don't know what. Sorry, we're closed. It's just one of those shows you can watch over and over and over again. You know who would have been great at the bar? How about Tiffany Haddish? Well, coming up, Tiffany's main makeover, the real reason she shaved her head live on Instagram. Hey, everybody, it's Kevin Frazier. The ET Podcast is a great listen when you're on the go, but the TV show, even better to watch every weekday when you're at home. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Today is the day, yeah. Look, she's got scissors and she is not afraid to use them. Tiffany Haddish shaved her head yesterday, posting the entire process. That precious evening it out for me. Now, if you're wondering why in the world would she do that, well, Tiff took a break mid-cut to explain. Why when a woman decides, hey, I'm gonna cut this hair off because I wanna see my scalp, she gotta have a mental problem. Nothing is wrong with my brain, you guys. I literally been talking about this for years, how I wanna see my scalp. That feel good too. I ain't never felt the hand on my scalp like that. Now, people can see my true beauty. Well, welcome to the club, Tiff. Take care, everybody. Hey everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show. It's going to be coming out every Thursday. So exciting. You'll you'll be saying to yourself, TGIT. Thank God it's Thursday. We're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me. The election, economics, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but in importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to The Weekly Show with Jon Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. 
Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. Where can people get that? On The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert, wherever you get your podcasts. I use the internet. 